welcome back to the Moral Hangover podcast. I'm your host, Katie Dombrowski, with my co-host, Victoria Bruno. If you don't follow us already, follow us at the Moral Hangover on Instagram. You can listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify. And if you haven't listened to us before, we are a podcast that talks about all things 20s, lifestyle, going through the thick of it. Vic, anything you want to add to that? No, I I think you described it perfectly. We are going through the thick of it. I was thinking about this the other day that right now in this period of life, it almost feels like we just graduated college again because you know the feeling of when we graduated and then we started a full-time job and then March happened and the world shut down. And then two years of the pandemic felt like fake life to me. And now I just feel like things are really, really back to normal now. And I'm like, shit, it's like we're going through the post-grad stuff all over again because now things are like fully normal. Do you I feel think like you that? feel no, 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 actually not at all. It's not really <laughs> for one second of that. I think it's because you moved out, to be honest. Like that's why I think, I think you feel so. like that. Because I felt like that when I moved out, that like I was okay. like, oh, like I felt like okay, I have like a life again because it's so much different when you live with your parents. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I had to ask for permission to go anywhere. Or not permission, but my mom would be like, Where are you going? When are you coming back? Like all yeah. that kind of shit. And now I don't answer anyone. So I think it's because he moved out. That's what I think it is. Yeah. Actually, I think you're right too. Because it's like that feeling that I'm like, oh crap, on my own again. Like, don't just yeah. like have my mom to assume like, what's for dinner? Like, can you, is this own. restocked? Like, it's it's all up to me now. I run the household. And now yeah. for those of you who don't know, on July 1st, my boyfriend and I, Andrew, moved in officially. So this is my first time living with a boy because Mm -hmm. not ever, but in like 10 years, because my parents got a divorce when I was a freshman in high school. You mean this is the first time you lived with a boy, a love interest boy? Well, a man in general. Okay. Okay. Because my father, we stopped living together my freshman year of high school. Gregory, my brother is six years older than me. So I'm like, I fully have not lived with the male present. Oh my God. My mom's calling. Speaking of, um, I have not lived with a male presence in all these years. And then I've never lived with like a significant other, which is a whole challenge of itself. So how's it going so far? How would you describe it in one word of how it's going so far? I think great. Okay. That's good. How many weeks are you in now? You're like a weekend. Yeah. We're a weekend. And then he went away for a week. So I'm alone this week. So panic mode. If anyone knows Katie and I, we do not like to be alone. No. (laughs) In an apartment. (laughs) Like legit. Fiddle trees become people. No, in the middle of the night. It's, it's really bad because we were texting the other night and you were saying how you were like nervous at night. And I get the same like the other weekend. Yeah, it was last weekend. I just came back from vacation and then my roommate was gone because she was moving stuff out because she's moving out soon. And um, I literally was like hallucinating hearing things like I was hallucinating. I put a chair in front of the door because I was so scared. But then my yeah, my bedroom's near the stairwell. So I hear noises because it's people going through the stairwell. Mm -hmm. But then I think it's in my apartment. So I freak myself out. So I literally grabbed my taser from my desk and I was like, I'm going out and I'm going to see if there's anyone here because I fully convinced myself. I was like, someone knocked over the chair. There's someone here. I was like, mom, like if something goes down, like I love you. Like I was being psychotic. And then I went out. It was fine. No one was there. Just a day in the life, honestly. I, oh my God, that is so scary. I completely yeah. understand. Like sometimes even with Andrew in the house, like I will fully get up in the middle of the night and like bring my phone flashlight with me because I'm like, if anything is, <sighs> like, I can't walk into the dark room. Yeah. And so I have nightlights in my apartment and Andrew's like, um, so when are we getting rid of these nightlights? So I'm like, 
You're like, never. newsflash, never. <laughs> never. Nightlights are part of me until I die. Okay, so I think your new nightlight should be a taser because the taser I have, the first setting, I don't know if I should be explicitly telling people I have a taser, but like, I really don't care. It's no. self-protection. I'm a woman, you know, we live in the city. Like, you gotta have it. Because pepper spray only shoots so far. And if someone like comes up at you, <laughs> just saying, because like podcast people don't know this. I had an instance where I felt really unsafe and I did not have my taser and I almost wish I did. But anywho, I don't know if I would have used it or not, but it would have been nice like to just kind of scare someone for a second, thinking, like letting them think I was going to use it. Yeah. But anywho, um, moral of the story, it has a flashlight. This first setting is a flashlight. The second setting is the actual zapping. Okay. Well, maybe I need to get one. I don't yeah, think they you come can, in like, different colors. to New York. So if you know what we'll, state we can ship it to, we'll, we'll, we'll talk we'll offline. <laughs> well, we'll put a special order for you. It's protection. I'm all for it as a woman, especially with everything going on. Like it's a scary world you live in. You got to be protected, whether it's pepper spray, taser. If you have to put a chair in front of your door at night, whatever works for you. I agree. You need to get one of those. Um, there's like a pole that people put that like holds the doorknob. I don't know the name of it. So I actually, I got a ring doorbell. I got a ring doorbell oh, camera. Um, upgrade. I'm getting Julie to install it on the door because I charged it. And then I was tossing off the baton to her. I was like, okay, can you help me like put this on? <laughs> so we're doing that. And then um, what else? I got a doorstop like alarm. So Ooh. if you hit like a certain, if the door swings like an, centimeter past the closing if that makes sense like if it if you pull it, it out beeps. a centimeter it goes off like an orangutan attack oh wow you have to show me this it's iconic i got it off amazon it had good reviews so i was like okay because that's what i get worried about is because my air conditioner is gets so loud too so sometimes so can't i can't hear, hear. yeah oh. i'm really thinking worst case scenario but you can I never be too, too well <laughs> You cannot. But besides my moving updates, what what's new with you? So I have an announcement to make. Um, I'm pregnant. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, I am actually going to withhold talking from dating on this podcast until further notice. Um, It's been why you're like holding back like a laugh. Are you good? I'm just smiling. I don't know. Maybe talking to you makes me happy. Okay, that's fine. Uh, then smile away. But what I've learned through doing this and doing this in a very small area of Philadelphia is it does sometimes get you attention you don't want. And sometimes people don't want to be involved with, you know, the podcast or they're afraid of being talked about and all of that. And I think just for now, as I'm kind of figuring out things, I am going to withhold from sharing my entertaining dating stories. Um, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to even talk about the good ones. I'm not going to talk about the bad ones. And that's going to be that. Love it. The only dating story we'll be hearing is some from college. The real, the good throwbacks. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even know. Um, <laughs> I think we've heard them all already. So yeah, we've the good ones, out. the good ones, everyone's heard by now. Um, <laughs> you know, it's tough because I really do have some good ones from getting myself back out there, but not sharing them. So but that's the update from me. Just trying to keep my personal life a little more personal. Yeah. We're here that sums for it. it up. We fully support Katie. Thank you. Snaps. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, no, fuck. I loved her crazy shit. You'll have other crazy shit to tell. 
No, I'm sure I will. I'm not, I'm not worried. Like Um, in two weeks, we're going out together. Maybe we'll have a wild story to share. (laughs) I was actually uh, making plans for that last night. Really? Yes. I'm excited. Katie and I, so we are like a long distance relationship. I'm in New York, Katie's in Philly. And I feel like of all my like long distance friendships, like you were one of like the easiest ones to maintain that like a month ago, we're like, this weekend works. Have it on the calendar. We're set to go. So we've had on well, the I calendar. Well, I think you're really good at being like, okay, does this weekend work for you? Because sometimes yeah. I'm like not good at thinking in the future because I just feel like sometimes I'm like head down in the weeds. Mm-hmm. So then you were like, hey, are you free this weekend? And I was like, yeah, come stay with me. We'll do something then. It was like a, it, it was like a good placeholder. I feel like we like booked it like a month out and we're like, okay, let's do. Yeah. And sometimes date. you do reach out to me and you're like a month in advance. You're like, when are you free next month or something like that? You do get in those modes. I, I want to do something. I'm like, I have to get on the calendar because I know myself yeah. and if it does not go on the calendar. If I don't have at least a week notice for something on the calendar, it's not fucking happening or yeah. I won't make time for it or I'll plan something else. I just feel like shit books up so quickly that I just like to know. I agree. And I'm like a mental person. Like this week, Andrew was away and I was like, I need to keep myself busy. So I needed to put things on the calendar. If I had an empty calendar, I think I would have lost it. Yeah. So what'd you put in your calendar? Anything good? So Monday was bachelorette premiere. So made my mom come over and sleep over last night. Uh My friends um, from high school came over and we did dinner. And then tonight is our pod recording. Mm -hmm. And then tomorrow night, I don't have plans, which is kind of nice because when you have so many plans and like nights in a row, then that one night you get off. Yeah. Now I'm not panicked. It's nice to have a buffer. Yeah. So Whenever I try to book my schedule and not overbook myself, which happens often, often. So, (laughs) so it happens often. Okay. But, um, I was thinking of you because I have something next week that's really important. So I put a block on my calendar for the day before. Like I literally, I stare at my calendar. I'm going to show you. It looks like this. I write everything down. Is my name on it? Yeah. I had Vic coming. That's just what I wrote. I probably should have wrote more because that sounds kind of weird now that I'm saying it out loud, but no. <laughs> um, so I was like, okay, I'm going to write on this day, like block, no plans. And I put that down. So I remind myself like, okay, you cannot do anything. And if you want to do something, you can't because you have to be on your game for the next day. That was smart. I'm proud of you for that one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Growth and scheduling. I can't say the same about this week. I feel like this week got crazy all of a sudden and I don't know why, but. Just not enough hours in the day. But um, that's really all of my life updates. Should we talk about who's coming on today? Yes. So today we have Zachary Reality, which is this his second or third time coming on? Second? Second time, yeah. I don't know why it feels like his third. Maybe it's because like we we keep in touch. Yeah, I feel like that's what it is. And I was looking when did we have him on and it was May of 2021. So over a year ago. Wow. I don't know why it's, it felt like we had him as one of the first guests. I don't know why. You had him on your radar for a while. You were like, I really want to get this guy on. Yeah. And then he blew up. And then I think as he was like, we, I feel like talked to him right before he like got huge. And I feel like people now tag him to be like, oh my God, Zachary Alley, like what's your take? Exactly. I always see that on TikTok. I wanted but to make like, it up again. Like, what do you think? But we just watched Bachelor. Bachelorette. Bachelor. I always, say Bachelor I always too. do that. I'm just like, do I need to it's add extra same. letters? Yeah. We just watched Bachelorette and we are going to discuss our takes on all of the above. What we think of two girls season, which like, okay, before we talk to him, I just want to say 
They did this with Caitlin Bristow in 2015. It's because they didn't keep them the whole season. The first night, they let the guys vote which girl they wanted, and then the which girl is that just won. rude. That that's like when you're. That's like when you're on. You know, when you're playing sports in gym and you're in grade school, and they pick you for the team. Like I was always picked last to be on dodgeball. Like I literally ran the other way. Yeah, it was it was fucked up. So I'm really excited about this version, but I'm excited to see what Zachary has to say. And we're going to get into it. So stay tuned. All right. So we have to give a huge welcome back to the podcast. Zachary Reality is here for his second time. We had him on the podcast about a year ago. Last mm. time we had you on, we talked about your Sugar Daddy series, which you have to just talk about because we were just talking about this before you came on. And I literally forgot how funny that was. Because oh everyone God. believed it. Did everyone believe it? I, believed it. I was like, who the fuck is a Sugar Daddy? I was like, where can I get one? Oh my God. Honestly, it's been a long time since I did the Sugar Daddy series. Um, but I was really pushing that series to get to a hundred thousand followers on TikTok. And that was like the week I joined your podcast last year. And we were like, yay. Um, but yeah, that whole thing was satire. There was never a sugar daddy. People are asking me to bring it back, like just like a few people, but I feel like I don't know if I want to. I feel like we just moved so far past that. I mean, I selfishly yeah, I want like- you to do it again. Victoria. Yeah. Well, I feel like right now you are like blowing up in the reality TV landscape. Like it's to the point Katie and I were talking before you got on that. Like I always go on TikTok and I see like anything about like tea. It's like you're tagged, you're tagged, you're tagged. I'm like, he probably gets like a million tags a day. Your notifications have Mm -hmm. to be insane. So I feel like you're everyone's TikTok, like best friend who they want the tea from. Whenever, um, like any bachelor, any, just anything happens on TikTok with like a bachelor related issue or like some ex-girlfriend is like the boyfriend's on the show. I get tagged a million times to the point where I'm just like, hi guys, I'm here. I saw this. And like what, uh, this happens a few times where people are tagging me on my videos of like, if I post like video recordings of like, I'm not in it, like YouTube videos or whatever, mm-hmm. they're tagging me on my videos. And I'm like, Hey, this is my video. And then my one account. girl, <laughs> and then one girl replied back. She was like, Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. And in, in that comment, I got like over 200 likes. So oh it's God. real on TikTok. I feel like, like I said, I, I started reality TV TikTok before anyone else. And I feel like that was one of my best decisions I've ever made. No, completely agree. You give the tea, but you also like love the, the Bachelor, the Bachelorette. Like you never say anything like too negative. Mm-mm. You state your opinion. So it's like a refreshing thing because I feel like we're at a new age of the p- way people are looking at Bachelor and Bachelorette because people know how production works now. So it's not as like naive with the yeah. viewers. So. Yeah. And honestly, like as I've grown the past year, I've really tried to media train my opinion since I'm also growing as a host. So I mm-hmm. think it's really important that I give my opinion because that's what my followers deserve. But I don't want to bash anyone. I don't want to insult someone, even if I don't agree with them. I really try and keep it as polite and kind as possible because now we're at the point where I know for a fact that all of these people are watching my TikToks mm-hmm. and it yeah. definitely puts an added layer of pressure because I have had, you know, people reach out to me who I'm talking about. And it's crazy to me. I'm like, all right, I don't want to offend anyone, but I'm going to give my opinion too. Yeah. Well, you met my boyfriend, Rodney. I met him twice. 
And he is amazing. I actually gave him a hard time on Michelle's season. Oh, did um, you? Which I regret. And honestly, like, I, he was just, he's such a nice guy. And I feel like as I've grown he's as a so person, nice. I'm also like a lot more thoughtful and kind in my opinions and stuff. But I mean, with Rodney specifically, like, he truly is the kindest person. I cannot wait to see him on Paradise. This you summer. and me both, but I don't think he's on it long because now he's posting. Do you want to know? <laughs> I do. I do want to know. Yeah. Is he dating anyone? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Also, like spoilers these days are coming in so much hotter, like faster, hotter than ever before. Yeah. I don't even have to blink and I have spoilers all the time, which is great because I like to know everything. Um, but with Rodney, it is it is believed because I guess we don't know until we see it on TV and there's okay. an edit. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he leaves the show single um, about like halfway through. Wait, I know that's he, so sad. Yeah, that he was kind of dating um, Lace for like a rose ceremony. And then he was with Eliza Who's for another Lace? rose ceremony. Who was Lace? Lace, she was from a long time ago. She got a crazy edit yeah. last time she was on oh TV. So we'll see what she brings five years later. Wow. If That's I was just... there, I would be like, Rodney, we're a fucking couple. I was like, I would literally clothesline someone. I would, for him, I would. Yeah. I mean, it seems like there's new rules in Paradise this summer. They're trying to like switch things up with doing Ooh. some type of Love Island type of series. So it Ooh. seems like the guys and the girls were separated in like two different locations for some of the filming. So it seems like it's actually harder to intermingle and I think the producers are just trying to maybe gain more control over the contestants and who's mixing and matching so it should be an interesting season interesting interesting yeah oh. very well I, don't, I did not mean to detour it like that at all That's okay let's um I'm just like simply obsessed uh, my roommate knows how much I love him. She like sent me a picture of him the other day and it literally was from like April, but I didn't know that. So I went and liked it. And then I was like, I was like, Julie, why the fuck did you send this to me? Like, I just like this from April. Now he thinks I'm crazy. Well, he's, there's no way he knows. Like imagine how many notifications he's getting. Like he probably has like however, however many thousands of followers. Like true. if you see it, like it. Yes, I'm stalking you and I, I'm happy to admit it. Yes, true, true, true. Okay, let's dive into Bachelorette. So yes. recap for anyone who's not watching, Bachelorette just started Monday, um, the 11th. It's Gabby and Rachel. They were on Clayton's season. Now there's two of them. Okay. So everyone watched, right? Of course. I watched it twice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really getting that analysis in. <laughs> yeah, literally. Okay. So first up, what do we think of the idea of the two Bachelorette thing? I'm here for it. Like, I don't see why not. I think after what happened at the end of Clayton's season and how they got broken up with together in a group breakup, not once, but twice, there was no way the producers in the franchise could choose between them. And I think they balance each other out really well because they bring different things to the table and they look so differently. So I think it's going to be an interesting season. It's, it's a fun twist. So I'm here for it. What do you guys think about it? Vic, give your take before I give mine. I really like it too. At first, I was very like skeptical of it. I was like, I don't think I like this. But I think that they balance, like you said, each other out so perfectly, like they're best friends, but they're also so different and they offer something else and they have kind of different personalities. So I feel like it's a really refreshing mix to what the franchise needed. What do you think, Katie? I have a few thoughts here. So I... I almost wanted to be two guys. I just feel like the idea of having two girls fight over men is very, we've seen it. We've seen it before. I mean, not, not within Bachelor. Well, we kind of did 2015 with Caitlin Bristow, even though they had the girls vote or had the guys vote on who they wanted when they had the two 
bachelorettes at the beginning. Um, but I just feel like let's mix it up. Like if I want to see girls fight, I'll watch housewives. Like I want to see boys fight over girls. Like let's make that a thing. Did you watch Joe Millionaire? No, why? What was Joe Millionaire? Joe Millionaire was like, it was on Fox and it was literally two guys and a bunch of girls. No, I it did was, not it watch was that. It was similar to The Bachelor, but they made it different. And then F-Boy Island is like three girls and a bunch of guys. But specifically with The Bachelor, I think we'll get two bachelors. I do. I think we'll get okay. two bachelors before we get a gay bachelor. I talked to one of the casting people who does F-Boy Island, but we were talking about a different show. And then I told her like, fuck boy. She was like, oh, I should have got you for F-Boy Island. I was like, too bad. Too fucking bad. Well, I think they're casting right now for F-Girl Island. So maybe you oh, should I apply for that. Are you an F girl? Well, like not, think- <laughs> not everyone has to be an F girl. I think it will be like the same premise where it's like half of them are F girls, half of them are nice girls. I don't think I'm an F girl. I think I'm like more of a nice girl now. I think younger Katie was an F girl, but like regular, like 25 year old Katie's just a nice girl. We've all grown and evolved. We have, <laughs> we have, that's right. Okay. So limo entrances, who are our favorites so far? Oh my God. There was some funny limo entrances, but I also felt like it was kind of rushed in a way. Just like, okay, like we get it. Like someone's on a horse. Someone has no shirt on. Like a lot of things we've seen before. Mm-hmm. Someone that stuck out to me a lot was Tino. Um, Love. One of the first out of the limo. He's so attractive and like immediately was drawn to Rachel. I can already see something happening between them. Avon is also really dapper and handsome. Eric mm-hmm. made a nice first impression. What was Tino's entrance? I can't remember. He came in on the forklift and then he said uh, something yes. about forking because he's a construction worker. Yeah, that was really clever. That was really clever. I actually wrote in my notes tractor guy, but then I was like, nope, it's a forklift. Let's uh, let's get it yeah. right. Okay, the one guy who did the head joke, I actually thought his was funny, but it didn't land with the two girls. What was the head joke? Hayden. It was Hayden and he looks like grocery store Joe. Yeah, and he yeah. said something like, um, I think with this head, not this one down here. Mm. It was in reference to Clayton, but like I thought it was funny because I was just like, oh, this is like unexpected. They didn't like that one, but I thought that was really funny. And then I also liked Logan. My other two top ones you just said were Avon and Tina, but Logan with the chicks. Although people were like, Pita, like come, come get these chicks because like he's crushing them. It looks like that. I was like, I hope that you're not squeezing them. Like, I don't know how to hold chicks. I've never held them before, but I was like, <laughs> I hope they're comfortable. And like, also, where did they go? Like, are they chickens now? Like, I'm invested in their love story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the one was not having it. The one was like trying to fly away. I, I can't remember her name. Good. But he was like, no, she's she's having an attitude. Gabby was like, oh, perfect for me then. Did he name the chicks? Mm-hmm. No way. I can't remember the two names. I, I watched it twice and I still don't know. But it was like good names. It, was, it wasn't like basic names. It was interesting names. Okay, we're going to have to figure out that or yeah. just, need a, just let us know. Justice for the chi- the chicks, honestly. Yeah, where are they now? We need an update on them. <laughs> yeah, I think that's your next TikTok. Find out the tea, where are okay. the chicks? <laughs> honestly, I feel like that would hit really well. People like the random like facts. Those things are like get shared. And to grow on TikTok, it's all about your shares. That is like the perfect way to boost your algorithm. And people love animals too. Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like anytime an animal is involved, like people are attached to it. They're like, oh my gosh, so cute. Yeah. Yeah. Someone should have brought a dog. Truly, truly should have brought a dog. Vic, did you have the same four as us or who were your No, favorites? okay, so I like cheesy things. And okay. I, I, I oddly really like the guy. Of course, I don't know anyone's name. I tried to like write them down. But the guy that did the headphone thing, I thought that was thoughtful. That was cool. I must have missed him. He put the headphone over Rachel and then said something to Gabby and then put 
a headphone over Gabby and said something to Rachel. So he was like, oh, like. This way they couldn't hear like what he was saying to either person to make it more special. Cause it's kind of awkward to like, you know, like flirt with one of them or like say something and then like say something again to the next person. Like they're standing right there. It also was different this season because they were standing next to each other as friends. And I feel like with Caitlin and Britt, they were like six feet apart. So it was mm-hmm. different because the guys would go up to each one of them and whoever first, like individually. True. Yeah. I forgot about that. I kind of thought that was awkward. What did you guys think of the choir of little okay. kids? <laughs> I think, although Clean definitely messed up, they are just throwing so much dirt on his name that I think he's gotten enough bad press. Like, I didn't feel like we needed to continue it in this season. Like, I just feel like it's a bad look. Like, like if I was clean, I would feel like shit about myself. Like, he probably feels like shit. No, he said he's fine with it. Like, he said he laughed about it. He even tweeted, it's not um, personal, it's business. Susie actually took it a little bit more harsh than him because they were saying on, like, Caitlin Bristow's podcast that they take on each other's pain, which is what people do in relationships, I guess. I wouldn't know. Um, But I honestly, I have a hot take. I I actually liked it. I thought it was so funny. If Clayton isn't mad about it, like, we don't need to be mad about it. Like, he was But do we think he's just saying that? I think that he's shown so much growth over the past few months and he's truly just like humbled himself and just like has accepted it for what it is that I think he's, he's fine with it. And he also said that like, he doesn't think the rest of the season is going to be about him very, very much. Yeah. So I sometimes wonder, I do wonder though, if he regrets ever taking on the position of being the bachelor. I mean, you can't live life with regrets, right? Everything worked out. He's with Susie. They actually just announced that they're moving to Scottsdale together. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, um, because he moved in with her in Virginia Beach right after the show. And now I guess they're going to get their own place together in Scottsdale. And they'll probably move in the next few weeks. Okay, good for them. I love Susie. Me too. I love 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 Susie. Susie Her TikToks. Yeah. She is like giving me a run for my money. Like she is the bachelor queen on TikTok. (laughs) She's so relatable. It's so nice how relatable she is. Yeah. She's hilarious. That TikTok with the sound, like get my wife's name out your mouth mouth. of Will Smith and Mm -hmm. was showing like all the people getting out of the limo that brought up Clayton's name. And like, she included the screenshot of the kids of the choir. Like she's just so funny. I I miss that one. She knows what she knows what hits. And I think like if you're going to be on reality TV, if you don't make fun of yourself, everyone else is going to make fun of you for you. And that will hurt so much more. So it's better to just like embrace it um, because that's kind of the only way to deal with it. So true. So true. Okay, let's talk about our top total four of episode one. Who are yours first, Zachary? Tell us first. Um, I think for Rachel, I'm seeing Tino and Avon. And um, maybe that guy, Zach. He was like first out of the limo. And then I think for Gabby, she obviously gave her first impression rose to Mario. There was the one guy who was writing on the whiteboard. Um, yes, I wrote him down, Ryan. I wrote Ryan. Ryan, whiteboard, Boston guy, Gabby. And then Eric um, mm-hmm. is, I think I think Gabby likes him. Gabby's so much taller than Rachel. So I feel like she's going to be going for the guys who are like 6'4", like Eric and the whiteboard guy, Jordan. And then I think Rachel will go for guys who are like six one. There's a okay, I can see that. Okay, what I have to say though before I give my top four is Gabby is so vibey with so many people. Do you know what I mean? Like, because she has such like a bubbly, like friendly personality that it's so hard to tell. Because when she gave her first impression mm-hmm. rose to Mario, I was like, I know they kissed, I know they vibed, but I also felt like she vibed with other people too. So I was like, I can't tell which one's gonna be 
her first impression was. And then when she gave it, I was like, I was like, I see it, but I didn't see it going this way. Yeah. And then Eric was kind of mad about not getting yeah. the rose. And I was like thinking about that because a lot of people are starting to say he might be like, you know, an F boy or he might be like a villain. And then I started to think about it. I'm like, hmm, they've given a lot of winners edits like that. Nate, like whoever, like they try and like almost villainize the winner sometimes. So it's like a bigger shock at the end. So mm-hmm. I have my money on Eric. I mean, honestly, if I'm giving my winner predictions, I think yeah. that Gabby's picking Eric and I think Rachel's picking Tino. But I don't I don't yeah. know. I haven't I haven't confirmed that. Okay. Okay. I actually have a note that I thought Eric was going to be the guy that like likes them both. And he's the fuck boy. I can't make up his mind. Like I really was convinced. I am convinced. Well, he still kind of is. He, he wanted to talk to both, but I do feel like his conversation with Gabby was more natural than his conversation with Rachel. Well, and his hand was on Gabby's like ass. Like if it was was literally, yeah. And then with Rachel, there was like a whole pillow in between them. Um, I'd be like, get rid of this pillow. Come over here. Yeah, yeah. And something else like interesting people have been saying is like, if what if like Rachel is into a guy right away? Does that mean Gabby is going to be scared to like get to know that guy? Well, okay. So I did think about this with Tino because Rachel didn't tell Gabby before she wanted Tino. She just kind of went with it. But I was thinking to myself after she told her, I couldn't read. I don't think Gabby and Tino clicked, but I couldn't read Gabby's emotions of like, did she want her to tell her before or was she okay with it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's where it's going to get tricky is I feel like they need to have the conversations before because when it's just a shock to both of them, they're going to be like, okay, what the hell? Like I wanted him. Yeah. But they also have to be open to like dating both the guys. I mean, they fell in love with Clayton together. So it's like, it's not like if they like a guy, like they won't be able to figure it out as long as they're both like open and to eat to each connection, like regardless of what the other person feels about a guy, then I think that's like the best way moving forward. But I mean, there has to be a point in the journey, maybe halfway, maybe before halfway where, I mean, if you see the trailer, it seems like the guys mm-hmm. are actually going to be picking who they want to move forward with. Yeah. I don't like that part, but I really, I love Gabby because I feel like she's so realistic and level-headed that if she sees like, oh, Rachel really wants Tino, she, I feel like will think of it in a way of like, well, then it's not meant to be for me. There's all these other guys here to choose from. She's all about like trusting the process and that like, she doesn't put all her eggs in one basket. I don't know. That's the vibe I get from her. She's a chill girl. She's definitely a chill girl. She's not going to like fight over someone. Well, they, yeah, they've been saying that in their interviews that they wouldn't want to fall for a guy that would put them in that position again, like Clayton did. And I feel like a lot of people are really rooting for Gabby and they love Gabby and I love her too. But I also feel like with Rachel, I'm almost more invested in Rachel's love story because she's so much more like, she just really puts her heart on her sleeve and she's so much more emotional. She's a Pisces where Gabby's much more (laughs) funny and like a girl's girl. And she's just like that it girl. So they both really have different elements that make them fascinating. But when it comes to the love, I'm more interested in Rachel finding love, but I'm more interested in seeing Gabby thrive with her outfits and her personality and and her jokes and stuff like that. I agree. So if you had to pick your favorite, who would it be? Like, who do you feel like you gravitate towards? Put everything else aside, like who you personally gravitate towards? Well, I think it's so boring when people don't answer this question. So I will answer it, but I also want to say that I love them both and I love their dynamic. And I'm not picking like who's who I like better, but I'm just who I would vibe better with, I think would be Gabby. Okay. Vic, what about you? I can relate more to Gabby, but I would vibe better with Rachel because she's more of like the mellow personality. I could see that. I kind of 
think Vic, like you kind of act like Rachel. Like, I feel like you like really think things through before you speak. Like, and I feel like Rachel's kind of the same. I feel like Gabby just think or just speaks before she thinks. And I relate to that because I do that. And then I'm like, oh, fuck, why'd I say that? Boys kept calling her. You look so beautiful tonight. And she kept saying, thank you. You too. And <laughs> the guy asked to kiss her. And she was like, I think like if just the thing she says out yeah, loud. Yeah. I'm like, that's what I would say out of being like awkward. No, but when Gabby was like, you can touch my hair, it's fake. And then the guy touched it and she's like, ow. I'm like, that's, I would do that too. Like Gabby's that's such hilarious. a teaser. She's so playful. And that's like, what's so fun about, I guess, having two bachelorettes is like seeing how both of them like interact and the guys that they like and the way that they are so different. So that's why I think it's a good thing that we have two bachelorettes. I don't really think there needs to be all, all the criticism about it because they're going to be fine. Their friendship's going to be fine. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do we think about kissing? Cause it felt like, so Clayton's season, he was trying to kiss everyone. I feel like night one, he's making out with everyone. Like everyone gets a kiss and you get a rose. You get both. Mm-hmm. People were holding back on the kissing with the first episode. And I guess because it's two of them, but like, what, what do you make of that? If the connection is there, kiss, like <laughs> go for it. I actually think the producers like tell the girls, like you have to kiss at least one guy. Like, I don't care. Like this is a TV show. It's part of the contract to kiss all the guys. So I think that you have to kiss. And if you're feeling it, go for it. I was filming like um, a type of digital dating show yesterday. It was just like a one day shoot. And they asked me, they were like kissing on the first date. Yes or no. And I was like, if you feel the vibe, a million percent kiss by the end of the date. Okay, wait. So I, I, I've said in the beginning of this episode before it goes out that I will never talk about dating. But this is the one thing I'll talk about dating. And then I'm cutting myself off. I never kiss on the first date. Even if I want to, I like pull back because I'm like, we don't know where our makeout's going to lead. But I'm like not a personal kisser on the first date. Are you? Absolutely. I'm kissing like at the bar. Like, <laughs> honestly, I mean, I feel I feel like dates are kind of like it depends on the date, but I'm so down to kiss on the first date. Like I'm horny. I'm 25. Like <laughs> just a kiss. I literally love you for saying that because same. Like um, I'm not bringing you home, but like a makeout, like absolutely. Because then we'll decide if we're going to hang out again. True. I, you're so right. Cause it, I feel like it does depend. Like if I'm like a loungy place and I feel like there is room for that, then I'm like, sure. But if it's just like a restaurant, I'm like, this might get weird. Yeah. And if there's a couple drinks, like goodbye, like we're making out. No, like, you're telling me. <laughs> Honestly, like in this day and age, we were, we're in our twenties. We were in COVID for too long. There's nothing wrong with locking some lips. Agreed. Agreed. Well, Vic, so you have a boyfriend. What's your take though on kissing on the first date? I say go for it. Okay. Just a kiss for it. And then you get a taste before like you have to make a decision of like right. going further. Because if they can't kiss, chances are they can't do a lot of other things. So it's like, yeah. you're, yeah, you're, you're sparing it. yourself. You're truly I, sparing yourself. But I have noticed that like, you really do have to, in dating, like you have to don't chase, like attract. So if you don't want to force anything and like the longer you wait, the more the tension arises and the better the kiss will be. So even if, so even if you are, you're feeling it, sometimes it is, I do agree. Like sometimes it is probably better to wait a little bit. We met at Acme always says that she's like, wait as well, she's not talking about kissing, but she's like, wait as long as you can, because the tension I'm like, Mm -hmm. all right, we're waiting. Let's see. (laughs) Five years later. (laughs) Wait, can we talk, (laughs) speaking of this, can we talk about when the one guy says to Gabby and Rachel, he said, I'm celibate. And she was like, mm. she was like, you're the only one. Yeah, Do you guys remember that? That was, that was so really funny. Who said that? I can't Ooh. remember who said it to her, but I like cackled I to think myself. it was a guy named Quincy. It was just the way he said it, like, s- like so quickly. And then he like paused. 
Mm-hmm. It was like, pa, but, and yeah, I mean, I don't think that's like an issue though. Like for Gabby and Rachel, like they probably oh, no. like that. I would prefer that, honestly. Yeah. Why not? No, well, not really, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I'd rather, I'd rather know that you weren't doing that as opposed to doing that before you came on the show. So I'm like, ah, whatever. Okay. So who do we think is going on Bachelor in Paradise? There was Hannah and Drama. And I know you clarified this on your TikTok because people were like, is it Hannah Ann? Is it not? What the heck was that? No, that was about like um, the, it was so random, but it was about the Bachelorette. So like a couple years ago when they were going to bring in Tasha to take over for Claire, they also brought in Hannah Ann because sometimes they bring oh. an extra couple leads in case there's any like health oh, problems. Okay. So Katie Thurston was doing like a and A on Instagram. And one of the questions was like, hottest tea you have. Um, and she posted a picture of Hannah Ann on the golf cart. And people were like debating if it was a producer or not, because why else would Katie say that? Because she was like, well, you guys don't know who this is. But it was just really confusing because Katie wasn't even there. But I guess she yeah. is a bachelor in Asian, So maybe she heard through the grapevine that they were trying to like throw people off with it being Hannah Ann instead of Tasha, And like Bachelor Nation went crazy over trying to figure out if it was Hannah Ann on the golf cart or the um producer but she's not going to paradise like she's has a boyfriend now who just won the Super Bowl um okay we need to talk about Katie's messiness because I almost feel like she needs to stop while she's ahead like what is your personal take because I'm like girl like this is not a good look for you right now I mean in one way I feel like she's giving the fans what they want like this is is. what the fans want we get how many questions do you have for people like on the bachelor other of your favorite shows that you will never get answered the rest of your life like Mm -hmm. she is a bachelor fan she was before the show so of course like she wants to kind of dive in and I think she likes to be messy like obviously she wouldn't have named her series 12 days of messy but I do think it's kind of unfair to the guys to keep like bringing them up because this has happened a couple of times now and it just seems like they're so over it and like moved on and a lot of them are going to paradise. Um, so yeah. I think, think John's in paradise. Paradise already films. They're done. They're back. Okay. John Greg Grippo. Do we think Greg Grippo was there? He didn't go. No. Okay. So who else did she talk about? Cause I remember she talked about John. She talked about Greg Grippo. She said something about Andrew who was going to go to paradise Michael A goes to paradise. She didn't say anything about Justin, but he'll be in paradise as well. Okay. Um, And then I think a couple other guys from her season are going to be there, but um, a lot of them are going to be from Michelle's season or this season of Gabby and Rachel's. I almost wish they had Nate on Bachelor in Paradise, even though I know they wrapped filming, but I would have loved to see how he would act because you know how everyone didn't really love him, I feel like, and it's also because of the edit, but I would love to see if he actually is an F-boy in paradise like I would love to see how he acted post breakup personally I mean maybe he'll go next year but I don't know I feel like paradise now is just like scooping up whoever is from the last year I I miss the days when it was truly an all-star cast and we really got only top four from like the past few seasons because that's how it was in the beginning so if they can figure that out that would be really cool and another idea I want to throw out there is to get bachelor people in real life get a group of them, eight to 10 of them, whether they live in Nashville, Los Angeles, whatever city, and just follow them around as they do like a summer house, Vanderpump Rules type of show. Yes, they need to do a summer house because, okay, so what I love about Gabby in this first episode is I like that she is so real because I feel like we almost saw a little bit of this with Caitlin Burstow, but I feel like Gabby actually says like, language that people say now they're in their 20s whereas I feel like other bachelor but bachelorettes they filter themselves and I guess it's almost the edit too like they make them feel like so unrealistic and I'm like thinking to myself I'm like 
even with Matt James, I'm like, no one, what 20 year olds like talking like this? Like they're acting like they're at a corporate job, like talking to like the director. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I like how relatable that is. And I would love to see it be more relatable in like a summer house situation. That would be, it would be so much more fun if they're like hooking up and like dating and like, it's just more real life. We like those moments. Like that's how you relate to people. And I don't know if it's always the edit or if it's just the fact that so many people just media train themselves when they're on camera. True, true. Because I mean, if you say the wrong thing, you're going to get a lot of backlash and it's just, it's not fun. It's just not what people want to handle. I don't know. Some people deal with it a lot better than others. Yeah. It's hard because we want to see, we want them to be unfiltered. Like that's mm-hmm. half the reason people watch. Yeah. Then it does. Yeah. It does come with a lot of baggage. Just like Ramona Singer, like that girl can say anything and she still isn't taken down. I'm like, how? Literally how? It's because she doesn't care. Yeah. And she she, <laughs> she just literally doesn't does care. not care. And that's like the key to winning at life. And in, in reality TV and in life is to just truly do you be yourself, be a good person and not care what people think. And then you'll succeed and be happy. And that's it. Will we ever see you on reality TV? Have, like, I know we talked about this before. Like, maybe. Can you tell us or no? Well, I mean, like, there, I, it was possible, but I don't know. I don't think so. Um, okay. It okay. could happen. I would rather host a reality show. I would rather yeah. be like an interviewer interviewing everyone from the reality show. Like, that's truly what I'm working towards. If I mm-hmm. end up on a show, it's because a casting director reached out to me and told me to apply for the show and made it happen for me. Cause a lot of the casting people, you know, follow me and like, you know, for my updates and stuff. So if they want to want to put me on one, that's up to them. I'm not applying. I'm just letting the cards fall where they fall. Okay. And are you getting into casting now? I saw I've you done like a little that. bit. I've done a little bit of casting, um, just like kind of pick up jobs for like a one week out of um I'm really dabbling in a lot of different things like I'm doing YouTube I'm doing TikTok I'm doing Instagram I'm doing paid partnerships now I'm doing different things hosting gigs and stuff I mean I'm really just trying to keep doing what I'm doing and build an empire but like the goal is always to be on like E or just the carpets and like host a show yeah which I think will happen eventually I'm only 25 so you know you kind of see you kind of see those people you know, who are older, like doing those opportunities. So I feel like I just have to keep working because that's how the industry is. Like you can get recognition, you can get connections, but it truly is. It just all comes with time. I'm manifesting it for you. I can't wait for the day when I see you on like the Vogue TikTok live interviewing people at the Met Gala, Mm -hmm. all of that. Or just like at The Bachelor, like invite me to the tell all and like have me backstage. Like that is what they're doing. That's what they're missing. But I think, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I maybe shot myself in the foot by doing too many spoilers because they don't like that. But I will say though, even for their brand, if you think about it from a branding perspective, and this is just me talking from like working in marketing, like it can only help the Bachelor brand because I do feel like their audience is definitely older. And so if you want to get more people watching cable, you know, get bring in an influencer and like have you mm-hmm. like tee it up before the actual show. And then you're there and it's like, you're asking the questions that fans wrote in. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like it makes perfect sense, but I mean, I noticed they did a lot of paid partnerships for this upcoming season and like none of the people that they chose were even like bachelor influencers like they were just influencers who wait who did they do paid partnerships with I don't even remember any of them the names but they posted like four or five of them the girls that did TikToks and they were just like influencers on TikToks with millions of followers and they just mentioned the bachelor like in their video one time and yeah that's how they do it I think they really like to stay away from like recapping recapper accounts and that's just how they do it and you know, it is what it is, right? There's nothing I can do about it. I think there's hope because, you know, they have their like recap podcast. So if they just like, you know, filter you a little bit more, if they're concerned about spoilers, then they have their social host. Yeah, I Don't think it would, out. 
I think it would be the best thing. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I feel like I've put it out there. And I mean, they just don't like people that do spoilers. That's, that's kind of what I've been told. And it's like, when I do spoilers, I get three times the amount of views. So yeah. sometimes you just kind of have to pick your lane. Um, but ultimately, I don't want to be doing this forever. I don't want to be doing spoilers 20 years later. Like I want to be able to branch out and do other opportunities and get on TV and host stuff. So what I'm doing now is just kind of building that platform and that reality TV name for myself that will lead to better opportunities. Because I want to get off of social media. Like uh, you see me thriving right now, but sometimes I do also feel a little stuck. Mm -hmm. But if you also think about it in comparison, when you came on the podcast a little bit more than a year ago, if anyone needs to listen, go listen back to your history. I Uh always think back to how you like just moved to L.A. You were like an Uber driver in the beginning, like Mm -hmm. living in a dorm, like a friend. You found a dorm, (laughs) someone on a college campus to live with. Like the way you did that all, like just taking that leap and like where you are now, like imagine where you're going to be in like two more years. So I get what you're saying about stuff, but I, you can pivot. Yeah. And I think that's important for everyone listening. Who's like, you know, you always have to look back and acknowledge your accomplishments and be proud of where you're going and like where I am now and where you guys are now, like it'll be different in a month or two. Um, But I mean, I feel like since we're in our twenties, like we still, we always want more. And I think that's good. I think when you don't want more, then you've kind of reached a, a plateau and like a bad point. So I think it's good that I have all these ideas and I'm still motivated. I'm still passionate. I'm still growing because the best is yet to come. (laughs) Agreed. Agreed. Manifesting it for you. Can you tell us about the events you do? Because you go to a lot of events and I feel like it's all of your social and your stories when you're not posting like recaps or what's going on in the reality world. What has that been like for you to meet some of your favorite people? Like, can you rattle off some people Mm -hmm. you've met? Because you've been at so many Mm -hmm. this past year. It's been fun. I think as I've grown as an influencer, I've um, people have started to notice the values. So they invite me to events and it's so much fun. One of the coolest events I just went to a few months ago was like a Netflix event for like FICE, which is like the Emmy nominations. And when I, like, I got to see everyone from Netflix and it was just, it's so comforting, I think, to meet the reality stars that I'm talking about and to know that they actually like appreciate me and respect me. Cause it, it's not that I need their validation but it's just like, it's nice because I'm, I don't have like anyone, I don't have like a boss. Like I don't have anyone being like, good job, Zach. Like other than my followers mm-hmm. who I love and I appreciate, but it's nice yeah. to like feel that and um, respect from them because I am talking about their lives and stuff. And it was really cool at the Netflix event because Natalie and Deep D from Love is Blind, like oh I, was, my gosh. I was going over to take a picture with them. And before I could even do that, they were fangirling over me, oh asking me for pictures. And it was just like, so so fun um and I think just like as I've grown I've built a lot of trust with different people from The Bachelor and like other reality shows which is great for me and for them because I'm able to accurately you know give the information in my TikToks that they tell me that they might not be able to say because they're under contract Mm -hmm. so it really benefits both of us wow Mm -hmm. inside scoop so who's been your yeah. favorite that you've met? I know there's probably a ton, but like maybe oh. rattle off like three of your top people that you've met. They're like, wow, I love these people. It's been really iconic. I think for me is that I got to hang out with Blake and Giannina in Vegas a couple of weeks okay. ago. Yes. Um, I was How talking was to that? Blake. He invited me to his show in Vegas. So it was like awesome to hang out with them. And it was just cool because it was the week of their relationship, like coming out of like being together since they were hiding their relationship for so long. And then it also was insane because a month or two before I got to, um, I went to Haley Kiyoko's album release party and that was the 
or song release party. And that was the exact week that her and Becca came out as a couple and they were a public for the first time. And like, it was just like, it feels like I'm real. That's when I know I'm like, I'm in the right place at the right time. Like, that means I know I'm doing what what I'm doing is working because like, even though it's just like, it's so iconic, these couples and these reality think TV people that like we keep up with. And to just know that I'm like right there when like, it's all happening. Like I have the scoop, like I'm reliable. And like, I am essential to the reality TV space. Mm-hmm. It's also like you built that trust too with them, mm-hmm. which I think is the biggest part of it too. Yeah. I now, I mean, I remember in the beginning, I was like willing to say anything to kind of get the clicks and stuff. And now I'm much more mindful and thoughtful and I will not expose, you know, people's things that they don't want to expose. I mean, there's been so many times where I'll run a TikTok by one of the girls before I post it, like just to make sure I have the facts right and that this is okay. But I also still have to insert my opinion, even if they don't like it, because at the end of the day, I have a job to do. Yeah. Okay. So who was completely different than how you expected them to be? Hmm. I don't know. I just don't know. I feel like everyone's been lovely. Okay. Well, they probably don't want to piss you off because they're like, if I piss them off. You think? Like, I don't. No, somebody, I don't, some I don't actually that think too. that. Some people ask me that too. They're like, do you think these people are like scared of you or like they're trying to please you? I'm like, I don't think I have that much power. Like there's so <laughs> many other people talking about reality TV. Like, I don't think that like, as long as you're nice to me, like we're good. Like mm-hmm. e- even if it's a little fake, it's like, we're all a little fake sometimes when we go to events and we're in public. Like we always want to be nice to everyone. Everyone's a connection. Everyone is, you know, in the space. So, you know, everyone's always respectful and nice. I don't, I, I can think of someone, but I'm not going to say it on. Um, okay. That's okay. That's on, okay. But I'll tell you after. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I can think of one person actually, now that we're thinking about it, who was rude. Um, also something I don't like, not that I need any validation, but it's so obvious when some people know who you are, but refuse to acknowledge you as who you are. Like, it's like, you don't need to like, it's, I'm not asking for you to be like, oh my God, I love you. But like, you don't have to be like, who are you? Like that's happened a couple of times. You're like, you know who I am. I'm like, I'm like, you don't need I don't need that. But it's just like, there's no need to be an attitude. Like I'm invited to the same place as you. Clearly yes. I'm someone of importance. Exactly. Yeah, no, I, I totally get that. Um, and like I got invited here without being on TV and you had to go on TV to be invited here. Sorry. Yeah. No, <laughs> um, it's so true. Some people just aren't happy in their lives. And I think when you're so happy, like I'm so happy and I'm passionate and I'm kind. And I think that if other people are miserable, they're going to try and take anyone down that's thriving and successful and just, and just happy. It's not even about success. It's just about happiness. So Mm -hmm. I just like, you know, always want to radiate positivity and, you know, try and tell everyone to be kind and positive and just respectful. Agreed. Agreed. I really think the older I get, I'm like, there's a lane for everyone. Like no one person is going to do the job the same way as you would like everyone's gonna have their own twist to however they do it so it's like there's lane for everyone and it's almost like people who I see who do great things and like I want to be friends with you I'm like I don't want to be a hater even though I might be jealous I'm like I want to learn how you were able to do this yeah and like it's it's so everyone gets jealous like I'm jealous of you guys at times like it's like everyone Please never be jealous of me. I'm jealous there of is so nothing many to be jealous about. And it's not like you just can't compare yourself to other people. It, it, I think it gets hard as like a content creator, a podcaster, like whatever, like, oh, that person got that guest. This person got this. You know what I mean? But like there truly is what's meant for you is meant for you. And as long as you're yeah. focused on like what you're doing, like you people, it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. True. I will say, I'm I so do right. think the podcast community, because 
everyone's kind of going through it too. I feel like people are so great about sharing people. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like we'll have people mm-hmm. who'll be like, oh, you had this person on, like, is it okay if I have them on? We're like, yeah, like have them on. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. we don't mind at all. Like, it's not like they're ours and they're our territory. I'm like, your interview uh-huh. might be completely different than how we do ours. And people are still going to be interested. Like somebody once asked me, they're like, oh, I was going to make a TikTok about it, but you did it first. I'm like, do the TikTok. Like you're going to yeah. have a completely different take on it like do the TikTok. And I think that's what makes me stand out for anyone that wants to stand out is like, if you're going to present a news story or a recap on an episode, don't say what anyone else is saying, say what you want to say. Cause then it will be completely different. Um, and like, I also just went to VidCon, which is like literally my entire FYP. It's like a video creator convention. It? And like every TikToker under the sun was there. Like they're all there. Like Ooh, I'm the only one Noah back there. Um, no, he wasn't there, but the rest of the boys. Katie loves Noah Beck. (laughs) Um, um, Monty Lopez was there though. I'm sure Monty Lopez was there. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just like, everyone really is so nice and supportive. Like everyone, even if they don't like know your content, like they're still like, okay, you're here, you're in the lounge, you're, you know what I mean? Like you're still a creator, no matter if you have a hundred thousand followers or like 7 million, like everyone really does treat each other with respect. So I feel like there's a really good community of like TikTokers in LA. And then um, there's also like reality TV community I'm like a part of, and that's a little bit messier because people are so passionate about reality TV. Okay. Well, one last thing, one last thing, Housewives Beverly Hills, actually just in general, so much has been going on with Housewives. What's your take on Diana Jenkins? Do you think she'll get renewed for a season two or season Absolutely two for her? Absolutely not. Nope. We're never going to see her again. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be surprised if she didn't show up to the reunion. Like she just seems like such a non-entity to me, especially because Sheree is coming in now. Who's Garcelle's friend. She is mm-hmm. way more interesting. She has a great backstory. She is like Will Smith's ex-wife. Garcelle dated Will Smith. Like I feel like Diana was just a one hit wonder. If you want to call her that, I just think she's out of touch. I could see that. I could definitely see that. Okay. Now with Jen Shaw shifting to Salt Lake City, mm-hmm. this is news that just broke this week. Um, I believe it was like Sunday or, or no, not Sunday, Monday. It happened Monday. Um, Jen Shaw is going to jail for 14 years for um, pleading guilty to her telemarketing fraud. What's your take on that? Well, I don't think we know for a fact it's 14 years. I mean, they kind of were saying that's like the oh, they minimum. are estimating. That. That's true. That's true. They were estimating that. You're right. Because I feel like everyone always gets like less time. Like Teresa like was sentenced to 15 months and then she got 11 months. But I mean, I feel like if you did the crime, like you have to do the time. Like you, she's clearly guilty. She pleaded guilty. And like, it's unfortunate because I actually loved her as a housewife. I thought mm-hmm. she was so fascinating. Um, I cannot believe they're filming right now. Like, ne- like this is going to be so good next season. And then even the season after, I feel like will still be good. Like Salt Lake City has so much potential to run for so many years. And I hope that, I mean, I want to say like, I hope Jen like goes in and out, but I also feel like that's not fair. Like she really screwed a lot of people over. So yeah, she's going to have to, you know, go to jail and pay out, pay the constant consequences. And with that verdict, it just had me thinking of Erica Jane immediately because I'm like, oh, wow. If she's going to jail, I feel like Erica Jane's also going to go to jail. I just think it's different because like it was really Tom who did stuff wrong. And then Erica like may or may not be an accomplice. Like we really don't know what her involvement is in this situation. Jen Shaw was completely in the wrong. She was the one doing it. And like the same thing happened with Teresa. Like it was her husband, but then she kind of got dragged into it or whatever. So I don't even think Erica will go to jail. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. So 
The only reason I think she's going to go to jail is because she knew he was putting money into her business account and he had her lift listed at his company as a secretary to keep her on payroll. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they'll use that. I don't know what's going to happen with that, but that is public information. So that's where I feel like there is going to be that. That, that could lean one way for her just because of that information. So. And I wonder when that will happen because it has been a couple of years now since that was I know. a whole spectacle. So who knows how it will play out. So true. Okay, now give us any updates on you, what's going on in your world, other projects you're taking on, where we can tune into new things you're doing, all the above. Yeah, I'm really just working on growing Zachary Reality, the brand. Um, <laughs> so I'm really focusing on my, my YouTube channel, my TikTok, Instagram, those are like the three kind of main factors of like what I'm working on. And I'm just trying to figure out how to kind of keep growing and keep dominating and doing what I'm doing. And um, I'm really happy in life. Like I'm content yeah. and I'm happy and I'm just looking forward to making more money and like building yeah. more of a resume <laughs> and hopefully traveling more and meeting more people and going to events and just like really focused on career um, that's kind of like always been my thing, like career before friends, career before dating, career before family. Like it's just, it's truly my world. Good for you. Good for you. It's a lot of self-discipline. Like you are a hustler. You really mm -hmm. put the time in and it shows. It's I'm truly working like every day. Like even when I'm watching TV, I'm still working. Cause I have to like, like if you ever see my podcast recaps on Instagram, like I listen to the podcast and I take notes. No, I love that you yeah. do that. Cause I read all of those and I'm like, Oh, good to know. And I'm like, it saved me to listen because sometimes it's, I'm yeah. like, I don't really want to listen to the whole thing. If it's someone I'm not like obsessed with. Yeah, for sure. So, um, just really just doing a lot of content more than ever trying new things and, um, really focusing on getting some new interviews, um, really to do for my YouTube channel. I'm not doing a podcast anymore, okay. but I would love to like have started like rebrand my podcast and start it all over again, but I would need someone to help me to do it. And I need a studio. That's the only way I would start it again. Like having a legit team and like getting picked up at a network or just like starting my own team and doing it. So I hope that's something I could do in the near future. Um, and I mean, it's been three years in LA and I just want to go on a carpet. So I'm really trying to figure out how to get that. Cause it just still hasn't happened yet. It will happen. It totally will get happen. it into your followers heads and they'll make yeah. like have them tag the right people. We're going to see you on a carpet. Yeah. And I guess I've like <laughs> grown too as like an influencer. I've been trying to be more open with my followers, like with my opinions and stuff. I think it's so important to connect to an audience. Um, so it's like, I don't want to just like talk about the, the tea. I want to be able to relate it to me and share things that are, that are going on in my life. So I feel like I've gotten a lot better at that as I've really come into my own, um, I would say mm -hmm. in the past year. Good for you. I'm so happy for you. I'm happy for you guys too. I love you guys. We need oh to still God. meet. Thank you. I know I'm trying to go to LA in September. I literally texted my okay. parents today and I was like, can I go to LA for my birthday? And they're like, we'll talk about it. I'm like, mm okay. So planted the idea. Okay. We'll see it's if it happening. happens because I'm dying to get out there. It's like LA where I get a new iPhone. And I'm like, honestly, fuck the new iPhone. Like, I'd rather just go to LA. So. <laughs> yeah, fuck the iPhone. Literally. Okay, yeah. Just go to LA. Um, okay. So, Zach for Reality, I love having you on. Thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and spending an hour with us talking about literally all things reality, your life. Where can everyone follow you? And, like, do you have any lives coming up? I know you do lives. So, how often do you do lives? And, like, where can people watch all of that? Yeah. So I'm, I'm just, I just go on TikTok live whenever I want. Um, <laughs> I don't even have a routine. Like I'm just like, guys, I need someone to talk to. Um, so yeah, Zachary reality on all platforms, 
definitely check me out. There's a lot of fun things coming. Um, and I'm ready to kind of talk to you guys after and spill a little bit more tea after dark. Oh my God. I'm so ready. Yay. I love tea after dark. Okay. Well, we're the Moral Hangover Podcast. You can follow us at the Moral Hangover Podcast on Instagram, and you can listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you everyone for tuning in and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.